Om jag gapskrattar så distar det. Det är väl ingen bra va? Nej. Ja. Ja, ja, men det, det rullar i alla fall. Welcome to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric. Eric is here. Eric is here. Eric is always here. Well, not always, actually, but kind of. Almost, almost always. Yeah, two. I haven't missed any yet, but uh, I am looking forward to listening to an episode which I'm not on. Mm-hmm. Actually, when we guested in the lap of the pods, I missed a bit of that. So that'd be yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. They, 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 uh, they wrote back to me and said that it's uh, edited and done, but they had some involuntary break. So I don't know what that's about, but it will be up. Uh. Eventually, probably it's, it's it's hopefully not our fault. But someone whose fault it definitely is not is someone who is back for the first time in quite a while. Henrik is back! Yay! Yay! Yay. Mm-hmm. It's like you never left. Yeah. Well, it feels like it was quite a while ago now, but I don't know. I think it was now. Let's see. When, when was, that would have been Drums of the Beast. I I do believe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So a while ago, in other words. Mm. Yeah. That was a fun one. That was a good one. Yep. And since then, we've done a lot of hype on the new album so that's kind of maybe not your territory per not se in that sense no no and as we as we record this uh, this evening a second single going to be released that's right so mm-hmm. eric are you gonna listen or have you gone back to your orig- original uh, plan i don't know because <laughs> i i uh, left that plan i'm gonna listen afterwards <laughs> I, th- I think that I was discussing with Henrik before we started recording that I think it's better that I just literally do it immediately when it comes rather than pretend I'm not going to do it. Because if, if it was three days left, uh, uh, I, I could do that. I can't do two weeks. With uh, an album that I mentioned time and time again, Fear Inoculum, I actually refrain from listening to the pre-released title track all the way That's up until good. the release. But So usually I'm pretty good at that. I'm good at not getting the set lists when made in place, when made in play live. You know, I, I avoided the legacy set almost, almost entirely. Yeah, so I did too. That was good. Yeah, yeah was I avoided. I knew gig. once. I knew one song. But yeah, I, I avoided it just because I went to the first gig, so there was no way of knowing. Oh, there we go. You went to Estonia. <laughs> yes. That's that wasn't cool. really fun to see it. You know, just it was unfolding as you know, it was like you know, because it's too many for at least to me. Is also like you, you know, you you sometimes find this stuff out so long in advance, so there's no surprises. Yeah, Stockholm yeah. was the third gig, wasn't it? Uh, third fourth? city, but fourth gig, I guess. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a um, that was a good gig. Yeah, it was really good. Both of them actually. Good set. Yeah, yeah. very strong set. Rod Smallwood apparently made it. We'll see what we get this time around. If um, when when they do come back, if if they're going to tweak it at all, or, or or just remove like Fled Vicarious and add uh, Wrathchild yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the album tour because you know what? At this point, I'm actually feeling more an album tour than a best of tour. I think they might, but I think they might have to contractually. They might be, they might have to do the, the, the original. The uh, this is tour. not really about the situation or anything. For me, it's just uh, normally I'm after the best of tours. That's mm-hmm. the tours I want to mm-hmm. see. But now it's been kind of flipped. I'd rather see a, a set full of new songs actually at this point. Yeah, but they could do uh, this evening with type thing that where they do one set as a support act to themselves where they play the album and then they do the legacy set afterwards. That'd be cool. That would never fuck Bruce's voice up. 
but they don't play that long, right? They never do above one forty-five, one hour forty-five. They, they not nowadays. No, I think it's hard to do that if you're doing that kind of yeah. stuff they're doing. No, I think it's impossible. I mean, Metall- Metallica do it, but that's kind of part of what they are. Metallica are always bigger than everybody else. You know, they play uh, north of two hours. Yeah. almost every night uh, and they have intense music i'm currently rehearsing a metallica cover set for november and uh, it's quite intense actually i get i get fatigued when i play that on guitar yeah. well you got you got um foo fighters i mean they do like 35 songs per night massive sets yeah mm. yeah i can i can't see made never even attempting that dave grohl no. just gets high of himself you know <laughs> he's mm, like yeah. he's gaining energy as he plays yeah I'm hoping that maybe, maybe that just because of the sort of the the theme of the new album and the fact that they are releasing a new Sun and Steel Trooper variant of the the beer, maybe we'll get that song. Yeah, come on, Sun and Steel. That would be so out of this world if they did, but yeah, I I hope so. It's actually one of my favorite riffs by this band. Yeah, I think it's it's one of the absolutely best galloping songs, even if it's quite poppy in a way. It's a very tight gallop on that one, very Adrian-esque, I guess. Mm. You know, it's just kind of... It's just a great song, though. Just, 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 you know, it'd be be great to hear it. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, who knows? We'll see. I mean, we'll see it sometime. We won't see it today, but we won't see... We'll see in... Maybe maybe within like a year or so we'll have the answer to that. Today we're an F, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two two from about the same area. Is um, are these the first Fs you've gone to, or are there? No, no. We, we got we got we have a face in the sand and fallen angel coming this Friday. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. this Friday recording wise. Yeah. Mm. last friday for you listeners mm. yes that was a fun one uh, two like yeah. re- really lukewarm songs mm. uh, none of them ended up on the playlist which is no spoiler because yeah this is after they've heard it yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and but it was a fun one to do I, I think sometimes the pod can benefit from the songs not being that massive or or um, I it don't know. It was pretty easy. Yeah. Didn't, I mean, I was actually yeah. thinking about about it in those exact terms when it came to the two songs for this pod because they're quite mm. deep cuts when it comes to Iron Maiden. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Never played live, right? Nope. None of them or neither of them. That's the neither, word. Yeah. Uh, Fate's Warning. Is that the first? Yeah. Should be. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, Should yep. be. Should be. Uh, I've, I've mentioned it before. It's my favorite track on No Prayer for the Dying. I quite like it. That's quite interesting because it's one of the songs yeah. I never got into when I you know, when I when I got the album and I listened to it on back to back all the way, and I uh, never really got that one. When I, I when I got the album, I also didn't get into that one. Mm. I kind I kind of missed it. You know, I lumped it together with the uh, Public Enema number one. Uh, they're quite different tunes, but they are both <coughs> Murray tunes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this Murray Harris? Murray Harris, yeah. Murray, Harris, which yeah. Is, which is always usually fun. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, uh, we can kick it off with just uh, the intro because it's one of those intros, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm thinking about when it comes to Dave's writing credits, because there's more often than not, I'm not going to say that because they've done a lot of music since I stopped listening to them, but I mean, up until 2000, there was always this very slow and atmospheric intro to the Dave songs. And my, my thought was, is this the only thing he's done? 
with the, for the song, and then the rest is Steve or is or the other I, collaborator. I saw a guy in in our Facebook group post the same thing, the same theory that uh, maybe Dave is only the intro, but I am like ninety five percent sure that that's definitely not the case. I'm quite sure he writes a song. But he always writes an intro too, right? Yeah. So uh, I don't think he writes only the intro. That'd be weird, you yeah. know, because he's already yeah. writing very little. So I think he writes the, the, you know, the backbone of the track as well. And the chords in his songs tend to be a little bit differently voiced as well. You know, not only the intros. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the ri the riff is a bit different to be an Iron Maiden riff. So mm -hmm. I guess that's one of the telltale signs. Okay, so here we go. Intro. Synthesizer. Yeah. His intros usually have this kind of free time feel to them, yeah. I think. Uh, they rarely have the same BPM as what hits after. Mm. No. At least from what I've, you know, from what my ears have heard. And I guess one one of the things is that this is not a, you know, a root note fifth octave thing that Steve would do when he did an in, does an intro uh, thing on the bass. Mm. I mean, this is a root third fifth uh, arpeggio. Okay. Going more on. traditional then. Yeah, traditional more traditional. Triads. Yeah. Yeah, it's a triad. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and then the lead, uh, very meandering, right? Yeah. It sounds uh, like improvised. Mm. Uh, um, I don't think it's improvised on the actual record, but you know, when he wrote it, he probably jammed that that out. Yeah, that's my theory. Mm -hmm. And uh, our uh, predecessors in uh, Talking Made, and they made this uh, clip with all these intros in a row, mm. and it's a fair bit, oh, shit, a fair yeah. bit of music. Uh, you know, it's a few minutes of, of this kind of uh, meandering, uh, picking chords and. Uh, playing leads and yeah i think uh, this is a wild theory it has nothing to do with facts but i think he kind of that's his jump off point when he when he's writing he yeah. makes a like yeah. a nice intro and then that inspires him to then write the song that comes after but mm. maybe we maybe, don't know maybe and it's yeah. also a thing i mean i mean he, he may be just sitting there tinkering playing something and then steve or bruce or someone hears it and says, oh we gotta we gotta do something with that and then that That's, could be it, but I, yeah. I'm sure he That's writes. That happens, yeah. I think he writes way more than just the intro. I, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. It'd be interesting to see how how, how much input you know he actually has because this is sort of off topic, but but maybe not really. So I was watching the um, uh, as we we're recording this, like uh, Metallica's uh, Black <clears throat> Album turned thirty about a week ago. Yep. Or so. So I was rewatching the documentary uh, "Year and a Half in Life of Metallica," which is the recording of that and the tour. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I hadn't dawned on it dawned on me the last time I saw it, but it very much did this time. Uh, Kirk and Jason are are barely there. Yeah, it's it's just Lars, Bob, and uh, and James doing everything. And then you know yep. they were there for the, the some of their bits. I think uh, Jason was there more, but they like because I so because like you mean as instrumentalists years, or as composers. 
No, I mean in the, physically in the yeah. studio while they were doing ah, it. Okay, the, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, yeah. I mean, they obviously did their thing when they were, when they were, you know, when they hadn't come in and you know maybe you know, told them what do this bit here. They did that, I'm sure. But you know, it's mostly they're not very present there. That's probably because they weren't really in charge that much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Kirk wrote uh, Enter Sandman, the main riff. And that's a, that, that's yeah, a good sure. example. No, yeah, that's know, a good yeah. example of why Lars is needed. We talked about Lars before, so let's mention mm-hmm. him again because Kirk wrote it like that sucks. Well, I think yeah, <laughs> I think that's what, three yeah. plus one is way better than one plus one for that mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. So yeah, so I think what happens, like, so maybe this situation too. You know, they get you know maybe Dave brings something and then. Steve, you know, helps whip it into into shape. Maybe uh, I, don't know. I think for overall arrangement, I'd pin that on Steve. Uh, yeah. Again, just by guessing, really. But um, as we get further into the song, we're going to hear more riffs that are clearly not written by Steve. Definitely, in my opinion. Yeah, I think most of the guitar things are very un-Steve in this one. Yep. What do you think about the intro? The intro is probably my least favorite part of the song, but I like that they uh, pulled out the old synthesizer for this one. Uh, I think. Uh, that one is is necessary on this album. The very few parts with synthesizer make it a more interesting listen to me, because it's not killers. Mm. No, no prayer never was, never will be killers. Uh, I don't think it's even near killers uh, in terms of being raw and being like uh, heavy. No, it, it's uh, that's what they wanted to go. That was they're going. That's what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, but right? it, it's yeah, it fell short. I'd say, but I think it's yeah. I still like that. I never really thought about the. You know the sound quality of the recording gets a lot that's, of bashing. That's and fine, I think though. It, yeah, uh, I think Bruce said it was too rural or agricultural, but yeah. I think it's fine. I don't have any issues with the production. No. What do you it's, think, Henrik? No, I think it's more the problem is Bruce's vocals because he has that very yeah. raspy barking thing going on rather than melodic. What did you call mm. it? The angry fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But, oh, you uh, said oh, you said fox f o x. I thought you said something else. Yeah, the angry, the <laughs> yeah. angry fuckers, <laughs> the angry yeah, the, tribe, the, the fuckers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But in this song, actually, he sings more as well, mm. uh, which is also part of why it's my favorite song on the album. I think when when it comes to no prayer, when it sounds the, as, uh, when it sounds the least no prayer, I like it the most mm. because I'm not really on board with the with the concept, and I guess I share that with quite a few Maiden fans. That yeah, it's just. Uh, I think you even yeah. share it with. Because I just re-listened to Bruce's book, I think you share it with him as well. Yeah, I saw actually speaking of Metallica and Black Album, I saw Bruce uh, made an article. Made an article. He didn't make an article, he, but he, quoted yeah, an article. he he uh, yeah he said He's that I- interviewed as they called the business. Yeah, because before there's been like fake controversy of him saying like uh, Metallica are spoiled kids and they're not the real deal, and then he comes back saying it's kind of my job to be a dick sometimes as a, as a frontman of Iron Maiden, but this time he. He came out and said that Metallica were the only ones that had the balls to do something about early 90s metal. Yeah. And if you compare Metallica to No Prayer, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. a totally different beast. So, yeah. They kind of they really mounted the 90s. I would mm. say together with Megadeth and uh, also Slayer were really good in the early 90s. Like uh, yeah. it, it all moved over to the states really. Mm. At that uh, at that exact time like 1991 yeah. the kind of the British thing was over. For a while, at least. Yeah. So that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. No prayer. Mm-hmm. Fate's warning. Um, intro. Yeah, it's just an intro, right? Uh, it's not really what hooks me into the song, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't delete it. It's forty-five seconds long, and the whole song mm-hmm. is uh, four ten. So I mean, it's a substantial bit of the song. Mm. 
Now, there's a question we usually ask up up top, and we didn't do it this time, so I'll ask it. Henrik, what do you like this song? <laughs> uh, not really. I'm not, I don't dislike it, but I don't really. I, n- I wouldn't go back and listen to it. As I said, it's the one that I never really yeah. was yeah. interested in. Well, this one and Hooks in You, but I mean, there are the two songs that I don't really. Mm. Get Actually, I realized also we should do the rotation. The rotation well, is we'll fun. Do, let's, 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 let's do that at the end. Okay, we'll do rotation at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this song took a while for me to find it they don't really celebrate it right they mm. don't play it live no. and uh, there's a band there's a band that's taken their name from it yeah i think they may have started prior yeah they started before that yeah no never mind i think they're the light light the late 80s yeah they also have a song called the apparition fate's warning does uh, yeah yeah well. so we have the apparition by fate's warning here. Mm. and they started they started 82 yeah, yeah. So likely they didn't take their name from a song that was eight years in the future. No. Unless they have a time machine. In which case, I don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They should be any. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like that's what I was doing. I like Fate's Warning. I think they're good. Mm. But if, yeah, but if you had a fucking time machine, you, you could maybe dream bigger than... Again, never mind. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, they, Ignore yeah, but they nicked, they nicked the, uh, the riff for Enter Sandman from the demo, so they just did the riff. And it never worked, so they never got anywhere. There's a, there's, a, there's a quick sort of side. There's a movie that's kind of fun called Yesterday. It's about a singer-songwriter guy who um, uh, is not, he's not, his career is not going very well, and he's in a car, in a car accident, and when he wakes up, uh, for some reason he's the only person who remembers the the band, the Beatles. So he knows all their songs. In his mind, they exist, but no one else in the world remembers them. So they're, they're essentially been erased from history somehow. So he starts playing Beatles songs and gets very famous. I don't think that would work uh, <laughs> because I think that it had a lot to do with, you know, the time and whatnot. So if you did that today, they didn't exist. You wouldn't get that. It doesn't have, you know. Very, strong, very strong songs, though. I, mm. I also thought about that movie now that you uh, before, yes, it's, before it's a fun yeah, movie yeah, when you talk about it. i haven't seen it but i i know the concept so i thought about it's, that it's, when it's, you... uh, it's available at a at a t- t- streaming service near you yeah yeah sure. i might ask you for a spoiler off air uh let's see uh, i want to yeah, know i, mean, I want to know how I, it I ends i, I want to know how I, it ends like what's the drama or what's the, the conflict that arise that will arise obviously it's going to be a conflict right no everything's fine and everything mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the I don't remember which cartoon it was, but it was someone complaining. This movie has no conflict. <laughs> Every movie yeah. should well, have. This one. one has a bit of a problem, but I guess it's interesting because I don't think they would have. So, if Fate's Warning had a time machine, they went back and did you know understanding and stuff. Yeah, but they did <laughs> the wrong version. I, yeah, so yeah, so that's that's where that's how they, that's why they screwed up. They only had they only had enough spa- time machine fuel for one trip, yeah. and they screwed up. They got the wrong version, mm. and then they didn't become Metallica. Yeah. That's a story I'm going to mm. tell, and that is now the truth, and I will spread it to anyone who listen. Yep, uh, yep. That's it. Thank you for listening. Yep. Made it. No, no. no. <laughs> you, you heard it here first, <laughs> or uh, last, depending on if you have a time machine or not. Yeah, mm. like, Fate's Warning might have heard yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the early '90s. Interesting time uh, again, sorry. right? Uh, yeah. The what we addressed, or I addressed, and uh, Henry concurred the identity identity crisis of mm. Maiden, and. Uh, mm. Even though I like this song, it might be part of that too. Like, uh, it has kind of a new angle, maybe, uh, but it's a bit unclear what's the angle musically of mm. this song. For me, it sounds a bit Queensrykey. Uh, that's probably why I like it. It mm. reminds me a bit of uh, Operation Mindcrime or something like that. 
Well, it do, it does have certain traits. I don't. I wouldn't say Queen Strike, but a bit late eighties thing. And it. I think it's very much. I I didn't I didn't know if it was me having difficulty adjust, uh, adjusting to the idea of a new guitarist or if it was made and not really knowing what they were doing but the album definitely felt different for me to the mm. uh, yeah. the previous like, ones like uh, Christian Niemann our other guest that uh, he heard Holy Smoke and then he stopped listening to Our Maiden Forever I liked that song immediately because it was so energetic in a positive way yeah he said the solo he heard the solo and it wasn't Adrian and he left no but, but I mean yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Adrian but then it's Janik just I don't know what he's doing he's just hammering on the fret or whatever he's doing it's just I, 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 I like it I like yeah. all the smoke I look forward to that one mm -hmm. it's coming up fairly soon but um, it's not yeah, the, it's fun it's yeah. fun it's fun let's go we have uh, passed the intro uh, and then we have a pretty short song actually that comes in um, the, the main riff the uh, kicks in right after the intro. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a gasoline type riff, I guess, or... Uh, Old school hard rock. Yes, uh, Steve, is, Steve, Steve is reusing the bass line from Sea of Madness. So yeah, the ba ba da 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 because it's it's um, very different to. Uh, I'd be surprised if the truth of the matter was uh, different. I think it's definitely a, a day riff mm. uh, because it doesn't sound like a Steve riff, not no. really. No. But uh, also, that's an interesting thing for uh, No Prayer at Large that uh, Dave had to step up, and I think he wrote three songs for this one, it's, or it's, maybe it's just two. Two, I think. I think it's public and public enemy on this one. It's maybe just two, which is a lot for him though, because he tends to be a, around half mm. half a song per album, right? Mm. And yeah, Sanjutsu he has none. None again, yeah. Power mm. Slave none. Number of the Beast none. He had one on uh, maybe had two, but I think he at least had one on um, Book of Souls. Man of Sorrows, I think. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He writes very little. That also has a chorus with a floaty kind of lead guitar situation going on. Chorus or intro? Intro. Intro, intro yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has his style of writing. And I think, for me, actually, I think I mentioned that before, that I think uh, one reason that I prefer Peace of Mind over Power Slave, one of a few reasons, <laughs> is that Peace of Mind has still life. Which, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, I, it, it, it mm. provides some type of... Um, nuance mm. to the um, the the full album when you get a dave song power slave you don't mm. uh, number of the beast i think he co-wrote total eclipse perhaps but it's not on the album so yeah well no i mean if we don't count the japanese releases and i don't think we do so i don't know no. or <laughs> actually the release i bought the first time 1998 version it also has total eclipse on uh, it yeah. but i mm. think it kind of wrecks the the flow of number of the beast actually mm. a bit off topic here but yeah I just looked at um, just because I so I can remember, and on uh, Final Frontier, 
he did a song called The Man Who Would Be King, and that's one of his. And that has some stuff that they, some weird things they haven't really done before or since. And that's really cool. And that must be him. Mm. So that that does not have a, maybe there's that kind of intro, but it goes really insane towards the end. It's, it's really cool. I really like that one. No, just because it's it's very different than what you would expect mm. them to do. So that's some kind of flavor or spice, you know, his own version. And I've said before that if I wanted to be someone in the band, it would be Dave because he's on, you know, island time all the time. Mm. He's uh, like Mr. Hawaii. He lives in Hawaii. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, he's just, uh, he's, he seems to have uh, like gone from that difficult childhood to a very, very uh, simple and easy life, uh, as far as I can tell anyway, mm. from a distance. Yeah. And um, there's an interview segment from Seven Sun era when he's late for the interview. <laughs> And you see Steve's face when he's like when he comes in. Yeah, you see in the clip. The, yeah, the, yeah. And Steve mm-hmm. looks like my boss used to look uh, at me back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, when I arrived late. I actually no longer. I'm no longer late for work at any time. But uh, I used to be. No, me neither. I used to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah no, I'm still shit at time. But for work, no, because that's like yeah. then you start your day already having somewhat failed. <laughs> you know, can't do that. But it's no, it depends. What I, I mean, depends on what I do nowadays. I don't want to be late, but otherwise, I'm okay being. You know, I mean, just, also, I, I like I worked in a museum for a while, and we had this half-hour slot of opening the museum. I could open it in oh. seven minutes, so then I didn't count that as being late. That was just being, no. uh, I guess, careless or something. You know. Uh, but what kind of what kind of museum was it? Uh, it was Army Museum, the Army Museum in, in Stockholm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it was really cool because I I've always yeah. been more interested in uh, cultural history and art history and that kind of stuff. Uh, Idea Historia in Swedish, mm. but uh, that got me interested in in the war history. Yeah. Actually, Maiden yeah. Maiden didn't convince me, but did, Army Museum did. Did you get to close to, to close the museum as well? Yeah, I closed it too. Yeah. Yeah. So you ended with a bang. Uh, yeah, closing <laughs> it. I also had my own little. Uh, I also had my own little uh, method. Yeah. You know, pre-counting the the cash machine. Yeah. As it was still open, you know. You learn you all could, these tricks, you know. Yeah, you kind of compete yeah. with yourself to close it in five minutes, and then you have uh, twenty-five minutes uh, worth of pay for not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, they. You, uh, you don't work there anymore, do you? No, but that was. Uh, I had a good time there. I worked with my, si- with my sister as well, uh, alongside her. She's eight years older, so she would always be like, if I did something wrong, she'd uh, take it on her, which was, you know, not professional, but that happens <laughs> with, fam- with family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, cool museum anyway. Still mm-hmm. stands there, mm-hmm. eastern part Very of Stockholm. Good. Yeah, yeah, good one. Very good. Thoughts and prayers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting used to your uh, your uh, your jokes. Yeah, I, I like morbid. Actually, I like morbid humor. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whose thoughts and who's getting the thoughts and prayers. There. It's a museum, and that's still around, so it doesn't need uh, thoughts or prayers. And you're alive, as is your sister. Yes, as is as is You you you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Henrik, off because uh, I don't need to repeat no. the thing here. No, I, no, I no. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it is what it is. But uh, yeah. to get back to the song, then mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. that riff. Uh, it's what does it sound like? It sounds like Survivor or something like that. Or? It's got a, a very Survivor 80-ish kind of vibe, and I'm almost, when I listen to it, expecting it to go somewhere different, but it just repeats twice. I mean, in the cycle, yeah. it doesn't really have two bits of it, so it's really... I like the, uh, I like the rhythm uh, underneath. 
I think it's um, has a kind of driving force to it, mm. uh, while still being groovy. I think Nico does a good yeah. job on this track, and Nico overall on this album is actually pretty good, yeah, uh, or very good actually. But I think uh, it's down to the live thing that they actually they were playing live. They wanted that vibe of playing together and mm. stuff. So I, I don't think you can fault the album for that. But no, no. Maybe also like just having having just lost a band member uh, or someone the band member is leaving. You know, maybe everyone, the ones who were left, felt the need to fucking try to take it up a notch because to compensate for yeah. you know what they lost. Yeah. And I you think can definitely tell uh, Henry go ahead. Yeah, and I think also that uh, gaining a new member. I mean, it's been uh, yeah, energized them, yeah. them. It's been said in loads of interviews how they felt this spark, you know, when Yannick started playing. But them, that's so. also something bands say when they get a new member to kind of uh, uh, comfort. Possibly, but I well. also yeah. think that there must have been a bit of that because there were, it was a totally different band when you saw them live then. So, I mean, yeah. the energy. Yeah, I mean, also, Adrian, as awesome as he is, as you said, everything is kind of awkward to him, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think everything is awkward to Janik. I think maybe the reverse. He seems very unfazed yeah. in general as a dude. Mm -hmm. um, and he, of course, didn't have time to write for the album. No. Exactly. As well, so this album is pretty much composed as a four-piece. I mean, not counting um, hooks in you. Mm. Uh, yeah, because I had I had Adrian. Yeah. He, he he wrote a bit of that. Mm. Yeah. So I have three favorite tracks on this album. So I'm not going to spoil the other two, but this is one of them. I, I quite like this song, mm. and um, uh, a big reason as well for me liking it is the lyrics. It's what it, it must be one of Steve's earliest, you know, philosophical lyrics in that sense. Yeah, kind of proto Grandpa Harris. Yeah, but only yeah. proto. Yeah, mm. he's not full on Grandpa here. No, maybe Father mm. Harris or yeah. something like that. <laughs> that sounds know, like a priest. <laughs> Father Harris, mm. Father Mackenzie. So uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't like these lyrics for for them being amazing poetry. I like the message of the song. Yeah. I think it's an interesting. I think it's a message that some people to, need to hear today. With uh, be it the devil or be it him. You can count on just one thing. When the time is up, you'll know not just one power runs the show. Because yeah. I think, yeah, okay, I like yeah, that. It's very yeah. I think today mm. people tend to have one power that runs the show, mm. and that's the one you kind of slag off on. Uh, be it the the president or be it the I don't know the boss of your company or something. But uh, there's always different powers that come to play. I think it's very healthy to to realize this. Mm. So I think that's a good message. Mm. Uh, something we should think about in you know before you completely antagonize the one thing or you know yeah, the when, one when you part turn things into a dichotomy then where it has to be the, right. one, the one or right. the other yeah mm. yeah so different powers come to play and mm. it's a good message and i think it fits the tempo of the song fits the mood of the song mm. so, yeah so um, that's why i dig the lyrics uh, if we look at the mm. verses uh, they're kind of you know I don't know, naive or something. And then, you know, how comes the bullet hits the other guy? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's, do we know how to try and reason why? It's not really great poetry or anything, but good message. Yeah. It's a strong message and fits, mm. fits the mood of the song, mm. I think, quite well. What do you think, Eric? You haven't said anything about uh, your opinions on this one. I do enjoy it. Uh, it's one of the one of uh, when I initially heard the album, it was one of the first ones I really uh, took to. Uh, there's a lot of other ones I like now that took me longer to get to, uh, but I enjoy it and I like the overall uh, theme. I like the lyric wise. I enjoy it. Again, it's not. It's there's nothing, you know, fucking trailblazing uh, here. 
uh, it's not like you said, you know, it's not not poetry, but it's it's it fills its function, it works in its context. And I, I I would like, I, you know, I enjoy it, and I. I mean, it'd be fun to hear it live at some point. I don't think that there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> no, well, unless unless we go and play it, and then mm. I wouldn't be hearing it, I guess, because then I just well, you should be doing it. Yeah, that's true. Right. I guess. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. So that'd be that. Yeah, I, I do enjoy. It. I don't know if it's for me list worthy. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. I guess there's, there's a little mm-hmm. bit more on the song, and also I would say if I would play in a cover context any song from this album, it would be Tail Gunner. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, or Holy yeah. Smoke actually. I wouldn't mind playing that one. That's a fun one. We have played two songs when I played in the Maiden Covers band years ago, and it was Tail Gunner and Assassin. Assassin? Yep. Oh, there we go. So the verse... Did you get to sing and say the better watch out bit? I guess I get to. I had to sing because no one else did apart from the singer. The Assassin. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of speaking of yeah. both. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, let's listen to the verse because I think musically it's more interesting than um, in terms of poetry. That layover. Yeah. Yeah, what I wanted to highlight is it's fairly standard chords, mm. but the, he adds this type yes, arpeggio, cool. and uh, I think it kind of lifts it up from the ground up into the air somehow. Yeah, it does. Uh, really cool. Mm. And I guess maybe the fact that I like this song so much is heavily based on being a guitarist as well. I think it's uh, cool guitars, you know, mm. just ripping guitars. And um, there's another part that I will highlight as well, guitar-wise. Um, the chorus is just the intro riff, right? so yeah that's what it is uh, uh, we could hear also in this clip that i just played that bruce actually sings here more mm. in a seven sun fashion except for the f- last few words reason why so it's less of the angry fox in this one i think also that's a that's a big big plus a big for this plus song. for you yeah yeah, well, for you too, I guess. Or yeah, you're not in love with the uh, Angry Fox. I'm not in love with the Angry Fox, but then again, this is not a song that I'm I'm too fussy about anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. but maybe you would like it even less. Possibly Angry Fox Possibly, all the way yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's Fate's warning. I, I have one more musical part I want to highlight. Uh, Eric, do you have mm-hmm. anything more on this song other than? what we talked about no no not really no i wonder if this musical yep. part is the one i'm thinking about if it's a, it's one and a half that i'm thinking about so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's see uh is it the when it comes to the the bridge section before the uh, is it after the second chorus yeah, it's actually two parts now that you say it yeah it must yeah. be the only maiden song where there's a major seventh chord in it yeah and i like major seventh chords yeah. they're very cool I can't think of because that that part when I heard it, it sounded so unmaiden to me when I first heard it, just because of that progression. Yeah, that might be the Queensrÿche thing for me. Yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah, because different type of coloring and also you know again just interesting guitar work. Mm. Okay, but that must uh, also be a Dave thing, I guess. I mean, why would Steve have has to whistle, be. I mean, whistled this that? Song, uh, 
This song is probably majority of it must be Dave. Yeah. I think from from what I hear. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. I think this is fresh. <laughs> okay, so let's let's do the solo as well then, mm-hmm. because it comes here. Going for the Phrygian type thing. Mm-hmm. Here comes the other part yeah. that I dig. You don't get a lot of these no. on No Prayer. Uh, you don't get a lot of these during the 90s. Right. No. I think this is rad. Mm-hmm. You're using a lot of cool like words that people said a long time ago. Like it's, it's fresh and it's rad. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the kids these days say it's something, if it's cool, it slaps. Slaps. Yeah, so this, is a, so this slaps. Okay, another solo. It's double solos. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to say that before, but I lost it, that uh, on this album, Janik is playing way more, he's way more catering to the Maiden sound, which makes sense, because he just joined the band. Mm. So he's doing more of these uh, slightly more traditional Maiden-ish solos on this one. And also Dave has a few solos on this album that have the Smith-type vibe, that he's going for melody, uh, more composed than he's usually. No. Uh, than his usual stuff. Uh, so I think you can tell that the band had lost a member yeah. and they had to do something. And uh, they're trying to, you know, bring forward what Adrian brought forward in some ways. And I guess that's also because when Janik came into the fold and he was a very intuitive player, even more so than Dave is. Dave was the intuitive one with Dave and Adrian, but then Janik is even more so. So then yep. Dave sort of had maybe felt he needed to adrianize things a bit i don't know but of course yeah, he didn't yeah, of course he yeah. didn't think like that but i mean it's yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we'll hear it in in um, coming songs mm. there's a few examples of dave just not really doing his typical thing but going for more um theme mm. or more anthemic yeah. type solo and also if you yeah. listen to uh, one of my favorite live um, i guess it's a bootleg or maybe not a bootleg is a soundboard recording i mentioned it before sledgehammer from wembley yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a proper recording, but I mean they only released three or four songs from it for on B sides. But on that one, you can tell also that Janik um, isn't as obnoxious. Yeah, mm. yet. yet he's still like trying yeah. to fill the shoes. In, in, in he plays more normal mm. uh, maiden type leads or lead work. I was, I was discussing Janik the other day with someone. Uh, you know, so because there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are you know very anti him, and I, I don't I don't get that really. And also, it's I, I kind of point I didn't think about this before, but considering how business minded they are and they have to be to make this huge gigantic behemoth work, if he wasn't pulling his weight and they could save the money of a fucking extra share of in the band, they he wouldn't be there anymore. Right. If he wasn't doing if he wouldn't if he wasn't pulling his weight, they would they, they'd have no. I don't think they have any problems getting rid of him. I, no, really. I have a thought on that also. It is kind of a, the ethos of Maiden is not really about uh, like being um, the best guitarist or the best singer ever. Like the fact mm. that they chose Blaze Bailey uh, is another example of that, that they go for identity. And I think Janik has identity. 
the way yeah. the way he writes, uh, the way he plays, uh, sounds like Janik, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's very important to Steve. Um, that first off, you must be British. <laughs> Second, you must have identity. I think I don't mm. think they've had any band members that have been like without identity. Probably Stratton, the closest. That was to the that. first one I thought about, but I mean, it's not fair yeah. to him yeah, because he too. never really. I mean, he was there with ready material that he had to work in so yeah he never got away and he tried yeah. to put his identity in there right? yeah. which came to be his demise in terms of playing in this band okay so we, we can talk list here uh I, I i changed my mind i want to put it on the list i have to because assassin is on the list and for me this is a way better song um, and also like yeah a bit of a personal fave and so on i don't think it's gonna stay though but it's like no. one of these honorable uh i guess placeholder positions in 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 the top 100 which is then going to be a top 50. Mm. i'm guessing you you would say no yeah, henrik. yeah. <laughs> yes right, well. i would say no <laughs> yeah <laughs> so henrik yeah you don't like face warning basically uh no not into not, it i'm not into it yeah i don't dislike it i'm not just into it no yeah no mm. it, it was a anonymous song for me yeah. for the longest time mm. and i think it, it still somehow is, but um, while nerding into early 90s Maiden, it's one of my favorites, alongside Judas, um, My Guide, another Murray track. Mm. Uh, I have these little, you know, because it's, it's my least favorite era of the band, basically. Mm. Uh, sometimes the millennia era depends, it depends. But uh, I think early 90s is a difficult time for, for this band. I think it is the least favorite for, ver for very many reasons and for very many listeners. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, with a with a band like this, every period has its part in the in the story, mm. I guess. Indeed. So now we're moving on to a couple of years down the line, or about uh, let's see. So we were we were at ninety, and now we're going to ninety two, if I'm correct. For a song called "Fear Is the Key." Fear is the key. That's uh, by Mr. Harris and Mr. Garris. It's one of the absolutely most, song with the most potential when it comes to Fear of the Dark, because it should be a very interesting song, but it falls flat on its face for, I'm not really sure why, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the, That's what I thought initially as well, but uh, again, this is a grower for me. Yeah. To begin with, it must be the only Maiden song that, start, that has a bass slide on the intro. That was a tiny slide. Yeah, but it's a slide. Yeah, it is a slide. Yeah, indeed it is. Mm, and I mean, I I like that riff. I think it's a. I think it's a. I mean, in reviews and stuff, it said, "Oh, it has a sort of like Led Zeppelin-y vibe." And I think they people only listen to that riff because the rest of the song is something different. But I mean, they're probably thinking Cashmere then or something. Like something that. like that. Yeah, I think. Even, I don't agree. I don't agree with no, that. No, I think I think Cashmere was even name checked in some review. But I mean, and I don't agree mm. with that either. But I still think it has that. It's that Eastern vibe. Part, yep, yep, pardon yep. me but for it's, being. Uh, it's Richie Blackmore. Yeah, that's what exactly. It is. Mm. Uh, you know, without question, yeah. without a doubt. Um, uh, thinking of songs like Gates of Babylon or Yeah, exactly. Uh, Perfect Strangers it's, it's, from, uh, yeah. from Deep Purple. It's the tempo of Perfect Strangers, but it's like a rainbow song. So it's. Mm. Yeah, Blackmore type riff. Yeah, is, um, is it a slide it, guitar on that thing? It, yeah, I think it in is. In the song, there is slide guitar. Yeah, and anyway. that must have been uh, the first time that occurred. 
Yeah, and then the next time it occurred, I know, is on, or maybe not the next time, but it's on a song we've mentioned already. I mentioned The Man Who Would Be King. There's a slide mm. guitar in that, too. Uh, in the soul of Death or Glory as well. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, and those songs are not Janik songs, so I guess all of them, uh, all three of them have tried it once, yeah. at least once. Mm. Uh, I like slide a lot. Uh, I love playing with slide, and I think it's very cool to kind of, you make your guitar fretless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, by doing that and it becomes more of a yeah fretless instruments uh, mm-hmm. more um, seamless yeah uh, the, the way it flows in between the, the notes which is very interesting because the song in itself is anything but seamless to me i mean it's very schizophrenic i think disparate yeah. is a word you used before. yeah exactly and i mean it's you know in a way it's a it's it's a great illustration of the fear of the dark album itself because it's very disparate as well yeah. so uh, i mean i i love that intro riff but then you get to the verse things which i don't i don't really know what to compare it compare it to it's just the weakest part of the song i yeah, think is the verse riff. it's really yeah. weird let's give it a playback mm. uh, this is a shit riff yeah, in my opinion i agree just uh like a happy meal but uh shit shit version of it. It's just, it's just there's no invention in it either. No. <laughs> like uh, it's one of their worst riffs, I think. Yeah. But um uh, it doesn't ruin the song for me. I can spoil already. It's it's fine, I guess. You know, it's a transport strecker. Yeah. What's the word in English for that? Transport strack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can understand that. Mm. Everyone understands. It's, no, it's, 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 it's the tra- it's the tracks you're laying to yeah. get to where it's you're going. A, it's yeah, a, it's I mean, a stopgap part. <laughs> Yeah, pleasure yeah. of the news. I mean, in terms of composing rock music, you gotta have some riffs that are just yeah. transport riffs. Uh, but maybe its it, only purpose is to get to something more interesting. Yeah, or underlay the vocals, which are not even that cool either. No. Or what do you think, no, Eric, about the verse vocals? No, it's not. This again, this song, uh, not again, because I haven't said it yet. But uh, uh, <laughs> this song took me quite a while to get into. I, I actually own like in the last like maybe three years actually warmed up to it mm. for me a reason not liking it was the title actually like okay on fear of the dark here comes fear is the key yeah like, this is awkward it's very weird that took me yeah. 10 years to get over mm. <laughs> i do like wow. the song i do like the song uh, it's not a favorite or anything mm. but i do like it i think it's a it's a pretty cool take on uh, what what they could have done i guess in the 90s uh, there's, some, there's some there's some bits yeah that it cool. is but then they the verse no, and then they throw no. in that really that very ill-advised faster part in the song. That's actually uh, I know people that agree with you, yeah. strongly agree with you, but I don't actually. No. I, I like that 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 odd part. Um, you must. I, like I the, thought the, that part the, could have the, been a song in itself. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's also ill advised. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> But then, Every episode from now on. But then after that bit, or in that bit, you get that very Led Zeppelin thing. That's Led Zeppelin. And I really yeah, like and that that's thing. a good riff. Yeah, it's great. That's a good riff. There's a thing with the... Also good. Also good. I like that bit. That, that's my favorite mm. bit. That's well written. Uh, where is that? Is it in the chorus or post-chorus or... It's in like a post... Uh, I think it's like after the second chorus or after... Maybe, maybe it's after the lies and lies and lies bit. Yeah. That is not that is not an invitation to do that again. No, I'm not going to do this episode, but every coming episode. I'm holding myself back. Yeah. I'm holding myself back. And I'm not doing it. Mm. Okay. Uh, verse riff 
ends and goes into maybe something a little bit more interesting. This is so very dark in a bad way. Yeah, this is cooler though, but it's not. It's not brilliant. No. A bit meandering. Mm. But then going into the riff again, I like that. I think I think it's really good. Yeah, I think that's one of the best parts. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, also, the the riff uh, provides a kind of harem vibe, which yeah. goes with the lyrics, with the dealing with AIDS and uh, mm. yeah, dealing with AIDS. That's what the song is about. Yeah. And I think when they go into that kind of seductive riff uh, from the what could you call that riff before? Remember the time when we use a kind of open riff, I guess, yeah. or open part. Mm. It's not even riff. Mm. Yeah, it's just a chord progression. Back, yeah. yeah, when they send it back to the seductive uh, Blackmore riff, mm. that's the best. That's the best of this song. Mm. That's the coolest uh, feature of this entire song. Uh, and it's kind of slightly unique to what Maiden does, I guess. Mm. Mm. Henrik kind of put the nail on it with saying that it's, it's kind of both the promise of early 90s Maiden and the, the demise of it, or mm. the, the kind of the, the indicator of that it didn't work or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I, I feel this song is close to working, which makes it interesting for me. When mm -hmm. I listen to it, I, I enjoy listening to this song. I can say immediately, mm -hmm. I mean, if I like the song, if I think it's a really good Maiden song or even fits the bill, I'm not sure, <clears throat> but I do enjoy listening to yeah. it. I do, me too. There's, yeah. there's stuff I dislike way more on Fear of the Dark. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Most of the album, actually, mm -hmm. I dislike more. I agree. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, we could talk about the lyrics a little bit. Yeah, I mean the AIDS, AIDS dealings. AIDS dealings. Yeah. Uh, is this the one where he uh, till somebody famous dies? Right? Yeah. Freddie yeah, yeah. Mercury. Which apparently Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah. Well, because also you know back uh, you know this this at that point or even I mean up you know up maybe I don't I don't know exactly when it sort of turned around a little bit but it wasn't really something you know very well talked people didn't really talk about no. it really it wasn't really a, it was a, it was a problem that was just a huge problem that just sort of went unchecked and on uh, you know there's 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 a lot more that could have been done a lot faster yeah but I mean people but pe pe yeah. Pe pe sorry yeah, yeah but I mean pe yeah, no, no, yeah, people yeah, yeah. only I mean it was something that people thought was concerned you know, homosexual people, or it was a only, yeah. Uh, so, and I mean, it's a really, it, it's a sign of the times in that sense that, and yeah. somebody famous dies, yeah. Then someone reacted. It was Freddie Mercury and was was it was his name Magic Johnson, was on as well who had yeah uh, was diagnosed or whatever. Yeah, I mean, even in Sweden, which is I guess known as a kind of uh, not leftist but left leaning country, mm. even here, everyone, not everyone, but quite a few people looked at AIDS just as a punishment yeah. for a, for a malpractice sexually. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, yeah, I mean, even, I think, I think that, um, I, I, again, I don't, I don't know. I was way too young to know what was going on here, even in the States to be fair, but I don't know. I just, cause you know, it's, especially in the States where you have, uh, that very sort of Christian kind of look at things the way that people are kind of a lot of times stuff is seen you know through that filter whereas this is seen as you know the, the, you know and still there's tons of tons of fucking idiots who still see it as like this is a punishment from mm. from God because they're they're doing the, the thing wrong that the book says you shouldn't do um, you know and, you know I I don't think it's 
yeah. But so I, I don't know how much that was a thing here. I think here we've, like I said, we've always been a little, a little smarter over here. But there's still idiots like that here, and uh, also there's plenty, just people who plenty. just flat out think, you know. You just don't like gay people, you know? I mean, the awareness has, of course, grown in the 30 years since since the early 90s. So, I mean, even if we were more advanced or whatever in quotation marks, I mean, it's still going to be a matter of people didn't regard. I mean, there was still a lot of, and still is, a lot of weird resent towards people who have a different identity. Or lifestyle. Yeah, we're, I mean, as, as much as we're better here than we are in the states, because it's something we are. There's still a lot of there's still there's still a lot of things that aren't great mm-hmm. here about that. And I mean, I, uh, we 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 don't usually talk about that kind of stuff here too often. But it seems weird not to mention it at all when you're on mm-hmm. this kind of song. Um, so yeah, but uh, is it a is it a, is it a fitting topic for maybe it is because that's what they tried to do with Fear of the Dark, right? Mm-hmm. They tried to bring it into out of. Uh, the dragons and rainbow Dio world and they tried to bring it to reality because that was the the yeah. jive of the 90s basically yeah. that was yeah that was the new shit to talk about uh, real problems i guess yeah, i mean and you're afraid to strangers this, this, and yeah. yeah and i like the afraid to strangers i think is a good one mm. uh, doing that dealing with that and i think this one is pretty good too i don't really mind uh, the topic no. i mind the title they could have sh- they should have picked another title yeah. they could have sung well, I mean, the mm. they could have sung that but they should have had another i mean again I, I, I don't mind the topic i feel that that you well, know, i think it's good yeah. actually that's that a good topic it's an important thing to to, to lift uh, yeah uh, yes definitely so uh, while on the lyrics let's look at them uh, just uh, on paper here um, oh. this is confer- did we confirm that it's gers dickinson this one I uh, haven't confirmed it, but I'm, I'm no. pretty sure. We have to. We have to confirm that, otherwise we're. Oh, hold, 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 I got it here. Uh, hold on, let me see. Give me a second. Remain calm. Don't panic. Am I allowed to breathe? You weren't. Yes, mm. you may breathe, as long as you breathe in a not panic. Uh, um, that was a good comeback. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. I'm going to use I'm that one. Gonna I'm going to use that one, Henrik. <laughs> Next time someone tells me, "Chill out." Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to breathe? <laughs> And then say yeah. yes, but with the caveat they don't panic while they're breathing. They should have taken. They should have gone a lot faster. I can go and check go? my vinyl record, but I might have to if take you, okay. my headphones off. F- Hold on. I'm not I holding can, on. I'm, I'm going just, doing it. No. God damn it! <clears throat> don't panic. Remain calm. Taking matters into his own hands. Tickets and gears. I won. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I won. But let's look at the vinyl anyway. Yeah, but and again, the verdict actually, is for the, for the record. It's it's yeah. Gary's yeah. Then I don't have to look at the album. That's very good. We can, you can show, show the vinyl, the vinyl for, to, to you because no one else is going to see it. It's so pretty. We didn't discuss the cover art of Fear of the Dark. What do you guys think? No, I like, I, it. I like it. I like. Uh, I thought it was yeah. cool, right? I thought it was weird it was cool. that they didn't. I, I didn't understand why they didn't use uh, Derek Riggs for that one, but I still think that yeah. it's it's a very it's better than No Prayer. Better than. No prayer. Yeah, which was rigs. Yeah, right. It's, it's a really horrible one. That one. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a B side at most. That cover. It's the cover of a B side, <laughs> and it's not even an A side yeah. of a single. It's the B side of a single. B That's side. Co- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel anyway. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, this is this is a this is a somewhat off topic, but I just want to point out because I, I happened to go into Magic Johnson's uh, Wikipedia article. And I didn't know that he briefly lived in Sweden. Uh, in 1999, Johnson joined the Swedish squad M7 Burås 
known now as Burdos Basket and was undefeated in five games. So the, the lyrics could be, we live our lives in Sweden. Yeah, that's about what it is. In a choking sweat of fear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he also became co-owner of the club. However, the project failed after one season and the club was forced into reconstruction. He later joined the, the Danish team, the Great Danes. Oh, the Great Danes. So he's doing all right. There we go. It, that was in 99. The reason I wanted to confirm it is because uh, I didn't want to make a fool of myself. But when I look at the lyrics, they look like uh, Dickinson type lyrics. Yeah. But they have uh, a, the phrasing. The phrasing. Yeah, on. but it's a really weird thing because they do tend to repeat. Is it the first or the second verse they repeat in that foster part? And I don't understand why. Uh, where he's he's not really singing. He's just reciting the lyrics, the lies and lies and lies things. Oh yeah, I hear your silent heartbeat. I hear your silent, hear your silent cries. Yeah, that's the first verse. That's yeah, so why he's doing that again instead of writing new lyrics? Yeah, yeah. That would normally be a Harris thing, like in Dream of Mirrors, for example, that he makes a sped up version. Yeah, or of a previous. Like he's done. On, there is on a lot of songs on Killers that has that as well. They repeat verses. So. Yeah, yeah, but then then they're not even sped up. No, no, no. It's just the same. same. Yeah, but they, yeah. here's a yeah. just. Is it laziness? I don't know. Or yeah, it could be a combination of laziness and maybe if you want to look at it pos- uh, from a positive standpoint, maybe to be cohesive. Yeah. But it's, it's that. Yeah. Or that it, what, maybe he didn't the, know what to do over that schizophrenic part. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like. Yeah. I actually like that part. I think the song needs something to happen at that point. Mm. But uh, uh, Josh in Talking Maiden, he described this song as a date that goes really well up until a certain point. <laughs> and that's that part. <laughs> and then, let me say, if you, if, if, if you go on a date and you start doing the, just spontaneously start singing. Lies, <laughs> lies, lies, then I'm yes, out. Yeah. Then, that, then that date too will describe it as a date that was going fine until we're no fucking <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that, that's celibacy for me if I start using that. Yeah. For sure. Mm, don't do that. Yeah. yeah no. Also, you guys at home, feel free not to do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's not make that a staple. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but we're not, okay, I don't know how you've, re- I don't know how you read the read this room, but we are not on a date, so it's fine. <laughs> true, yeah. true. But yeah, that was. A, I like that description, even though I don't really agree yeah. with it. Yeah, I don't yeah, agree yeah, with it, great, but yeah. it's it's fun. You know, it's a fun description because the song takes yeah. a turn. Mm. You know, it could be like, uh, yeah, you're on this date, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, I'm a I'm a full blown Nazi. Mm. Like, oh shit, <laughs> date over. Uh, but uh, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. It's a bit proggy. Yeah, to me. it is. I just don't think it fits that song. It's it could be something else. No, I think it's maybe it doesn't even fit that band. Possibly, I don't know. Mm. If I rem- remember correctly, there was a poll. Of, it's only like fifteen years ago or something like that in Guitar World, mm. where they listed the hundred worst guitar solos of all time, and Yannick solo in this song is on it. Oh, then we have to play that. I think that's that's harsh, being harsh. Uh, but I think it's a, a pretty useless solo it's just like meandering again isn't it or am i is it a, is a slide type solo or? I, I, yeah it is i don't remember i, I don't really rem- yeah that's how rememberable it is i don't even remember it yeah, i'm gonna play it back because i think it might be a cool slide solo in this one mm-hmm. i'm not sure let's see Is there a proper solo? That can't be it, right? Is that... Did it rock your world? Oh shit, that was it? Oh no, here's, here's something. 
way later. And again, he sings. Yeah. This feels disparate. I have to agree that that solo didn't really work. I remembered it as way better in my head. Me, like me in my too. Head, I heard it's this just uh, weird. Richie Blackmore. Yeah. I had this Richie Blackmore type solo, but this was a very, very poor man's Richie. Mm. It's also almost non-existent. Like nothing happens. No. Yeah, and he sings on top of it. So, so I, I don't know that I would necessarily count that they even recognize it as a solo is, a, is really weird. Is I, I think it's yeah. weird. I think mm. it's ridiculous. That was a bit of a disappointment. I have to mm. say, I remember yeah. that as better. Yeah. But yeah, even the fact that yeah. he sings on it is just like they haven't decided where to go with this song, no. have they? It's 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 a, it's a shame because I think it has some good bits in it, some good ideas. Yeah, mm. at least trying to experiment. Yeah, trying to. But they are experimenting. Grow. You have to give them that. But right, yeah. right, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah, trying and succeeding in experimenting, but maybe not succeeding in their quality well, output. I, mean, can, I don't know. I actually, I've, I've never really like uh, at least past few years i i haven't put this song as a as a stinker it's not a stinker. no 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 i can no. i mean here here yeah there's there's bits that i like there's bits i don't like yeah uh there's bits i like less after this episode uh, <laughs> yeah same actually <laughs> same yeah uh, there's yeah. that that, that, have, 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 that severely forever will uh impair my ability <laughs> to enjoy it in this in this uh in this uh, full length but it's fine there's worse songs yeah Luckily, the reverse, the reverse happens too, right? That you find new, like, redeeming facts in songs. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. That's happened before, but, and that's probably yeah. going to happen again at some point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely. But so it's this is not going on any, any list of any kind. No. No. Can't I mean, go this, on there. unless it's a list of just all the songs from that album. But in which case, I don't know why you'd make that list, because the album itself would be that list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, 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 mm. if, if you're a Maiden nerd, it's an interesting song because kind of tells the story of the whole um, identity crisis. Mm. Yeah. Like they don't know where they're going. They don't arrive. That's, that's what I felt now. I didn't really think about that before with this song, but now that we kind of pulled it apart, I, I really strongly feel that they don't really, they didn't arrive. They did not song. arrive. No. Mm. They did not arrive. The bus mm. kept rolling into obscurity. Yeah. They're, they're at the baggage reclaim. They don't get to find their bags. So they do not. Mm. Baggage reclaim song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're looking for your North Face uh, duffel bag, and yes, this is never coming. There's no duffel bag to be found. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Okay. What do you say, Eric? Two songs again. Uh, let's compare it to last week. We had uh, Face in the Sand and yeah. uh, Fallen Angel. Mm. Uh, how do you think this one, these two, uh, kind of stack up against those two ten years later? Uh. I mean, we didn't put either of the last weeks on on the list. This was this week we put one of them on. Um, you know, I, I still enjoy facing the sand more, way more than I like this one. I'll say that. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they're very different, aren't they? They're very different kind of. Yeah, uh, for me, Fate's Warning is the best of those four for uh -huh. me. Then uh, uh -huh. quite like it, but uh, I mean, also I, I 
I don't find it in me to try and convince Hendrik to like that song. It's not that good, you know. It's more of a hidden gem. You mean you mean which one? Uh, Faith's warning. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know why anyone would have to convince anyone to like anything. But I thought you were going to mention the other two, the two from the last episode, because I barely uh, heard them. So. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's why you were not on that particular episode. One of the reasons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We, you never know, you know. We, we're gonna throw in a, a joker, but there usually there usually is when there are songs. I mean, it, that's the beauty of doing it alphabetically because then you get a, a fantastic song that's like that is going to be paired with something very obscure that someone's never heard or that's never been discussed really. And that's a really it's a it's it's a it's a good thing. If we had kind of picked, it would have been harder to do because then it's like ah, I want to do rhyme now. Yeah. And then you wasted rhyme. And it's really nice to kind of leave the control of, of, of the interior in that sense. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, I really like that bit too. So, uh, yeah, rotation, Eric, rotation. Or, yeah, rotation so that, that just before. means uh, what we're currently listening to. And I've been listening to a lot of Dio the last couple of days because I've been listen, listening to his book, uh, his autobiography. So that's been fun. Who uh, reads it? I don't know, some guy. He, he didn't do it because he, he died. Yeah, yeah. No, it you came away late. <laughs> it came away. Yeah, yeah. Of course, but it's interesting that it came out so late. Uh, Mick Wall, uh, the author or po- uh, co-author of the book, yeah. explained that it just took a lot of time to get all the pieces together. And uh, of course, Wendy Dio is very active in the process as well. Yeah. So I think that could be a good one. Uh, do you like it so far? So far, it's fun. Henrik, what's on your rotation last week? It doesn't have to be music. No, as in terms of what am I doing at all? Because or, or listening, listening to, to yeah. I mean, normally we do this in the beginning to kind of show where we come in from. You know, what kind, what kind of headspace we come because in. Because I've, be, I've been in a period where I haven't really been paying attention to anything of the music and stuff that I really do like. So it's been very, very not much, much lot at all. Instrumental music, instrumental piano music. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. Though, like um, uh, kind of sonate. No, it's, it's my Eric Eric Satie, the French uh, composer. Eric Satie. I like him. Yeah, I think it's oh, really good. good. Yeah, uh, it rings a, a, a tiny little bell, but a good a good yeah, one. Yeah, I'm a sure you have. If you hear some of these more famous parts, I'm sure you will recognize them. So you, you'll know, you'd 100 percent know them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been listening to King Crimson. All right. last few last that's, few that's last nice. week. Yeah, very, very cool, actually. I, uh, I discovered a, a podcast for that one. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm like a huge fan of the pod, but it helps me to kind of go through the discography. Is it a King Crimson, yeah, a more. King Crimson pod then, or is it a prog pod? Yeah, yeah, it's called Frame by Frame. Yeah, okay, that's a really good name, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's pretty cool, actually. As nerdy as we mm. are, pretty which, much. Which album uh, have, have you been listening to? Or which albums? Uh, uh, lately, it's been... Um, I went back to Court of the Crimson King, but I'm familiar with that one, mm. or uh, the first one. It's called that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I've been listening to Lizard. Oh, uh, yeah. The, That's uh, a, especially, yeah. The, especially the track Circus. Yeah. It's a really weird song. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I like it. I think it's a cool I song. I like it but, as well. uh, I've, always, I've always been a, I think I've always been a fan, but I haven't been a, an expert by any stretch. Mm. And I, I still am not. It's, it's kind of a heavy digest. That it band, is, yeah. You know. uh, the triple live album I listened to a bit as well uh, with uh, Gavin, one of your favorite drummers. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays. Uh, there's plays three drummers on that one. In the recent lineup, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Another another episode of um, Subtracks. 
I guess. Subtracts. Subtracts. <laughs> yeah. Subtracts, and some we'll get to some additions later. Mm. What's coming up? Uh, Fear of the Dark, right? Fear of the Dark is the next one up. Yeah. And then by the time you hear Fear of the Dark, you also would probably have other things to listen to that day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after you've listened to Senjutsu as many times as you wish, then you could probably go to, to that one for a change, I guess. Yeah. Or another day, you know. Uh, the magic of podcasts is that they stay up. You don't have to... Yeah, exactly. yeah, you don't have to listen to them live. Really. That's not how this works. Yeah, I haven't really no. checked, but are there any titles on the Senyutsu album that would have come before? Yeah, there's F like three of them. Yeah, so three songs on D, and we're still debating on when to tackle if them. If you're going to take think. them now, or if you're going to wait a bit. Or we're going we're to do it like, in like maybe like a month from now, but not like the yeah. same week they come. Mm. I think we kind of agreed on, on a month, and I think it would be after F then yeah. that we backtrack to D. And then we're back on schedule. Mm. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> I need I need to talk to Fate's warning and they can explain how time works so they can <laughs> yeah, yeah. the time machine <laughs> yeah and then get the riff for Enter Sandman but get it wrong uh, but I'll, I'll then I'll go back and tell them they got the well, I mean this doesn't matter anyway <laughs> that's it so some a lot of stuff to look forward to anyway uh, yeah. uh, over the last part of this uh, year what's your biggest thing is it Senjutsu or is it Ghostbusters I think probably Ghostbusters really maybe but equal I think I I I think I'm here's like I'm not as worried about Senjutsu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because uh, your, your girlfriend told me uh, as I was celebrating your birthday uh, uh, a month back or so, uh, uh, told me that uh, you got into a fight over. Well, no, she over didn't. She, we, uh, sort of a heated debate about. She it. said it with a smile, but yeah, it wasn't that kind of fight. But yeah, she you was, had to be a champion for for Ghostbusters. Yeah, I didn't succeed very well, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Ghostbusters. Though. Yeah, well, I get yeah. It. Good. yeah, that's why I'm also. But again, yeah. So we'll see how they. I mean, we'll see I what think happens. I'm, I haven't seen or heard anything Ghostbusters in since I was a toddler or yeah. a kid. Not a toddler, but a kid. Mm, but yeah. uh, I loved it then. That was that was the shit. It was the I, best I, I knew. I rewatch them at least a couple times a year. So so this will be. But again, I don't. I think there's a. I'm from what I've heard already. Maiden have done a good job with this album, and I haven't been. I mean, the Ghostbusters franchise has has disappointed me once way more than Maiden ever has. So uh, I, I I'm more worried that you know. And I, I'm pretty sure Maiden have maybe another album in them after this, maybe. At least they're going to... But I don't think that there's going to be another movie with the original three guys ever again after this. So they have like right. one shot to get this right. right. Yeah, so we'll some, act, some actors from Stranger Things too, right? Yeah, uh, one of the guys from Stranger Things. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't, I, don't like it. I don't like the fucking kids saving the day thing. That's, 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 <laughs> that's what they're going to be doing. I'm not, I, it seems like that's kind of what might be it. I don't know. It's, I know what it is. It's fresh and rad. It's fresh and rad and slaps. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it slaps. Well, I can, I'll, cool. we, can, we can rant about this. Uh, we can do it maybe in the other... One. Yeah, you guys are off to rehearse. Mm-hmm. No, we're not actually, but uh, we'll. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, but I have to do something else. In theory, yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. In theory. In spirit. Uh, Henrik, what do you want to say to your fans? Come again? What do you want to say to your fans, Henrik? Come again? <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I don't think I have any fans. I was going to say. You have many fans. Yeah. I'm a fan of you. Yeah. Fan? What do you want to say to us? Thank you. You're welcome, and uh, <laughs> I'm Tyrants, yeah. and uh, Skull from the North. Yeah. Hey! Lies, 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 lies. Never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but that, Every episode from now on. But then, lies, oh, lies, 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 lies. lies. <laughs>